that bass head. Let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T-Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everyone to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Bowes. Maddie G could not make this episode, uh, but we have got the best guest for you today. Uh, unfortunately, there was a little bit of a power outage out in his area, but he has joined us via phone. Uh, so, of course, we, uh, we're we still going to get a little bit of time with them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce to you, uh, no Halloween would be complete without, uh, of course, uh, someone here to represent Mike Myers. Today, we have Tyler Maine. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Uh, I got to tell you, I've been uh, so so thankful that we were able to get you here on the show. Sorry to hear about uh, the power outage out there, but you know you can't uh, you can't stop Mother Nature from doing her thing. No, that's exactly right. At least we're still able to connect, uh, you know, this way. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So it's uh, absolutely uh, a treat to have you on the show. Like I said, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to uh, fanboy too much uh, because uh, you know why. I, I just uh, recently had uh, caught, of course, um, uh, Rob Zombie's remakes of the Halloween series, and uh, I, I got to tell you, man, like as a, as a Mike Myers, like you're you're a beast. <laughs> I, you know, like the 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 scene where the the police are walking you through the the the, the insanatorium there, and you break the chains. Uh, like it, it's just uh, like a whole new way of of seeing Mike Myers at this point. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely the biggest one, and uh, you know, we decided to kick it up a notch in his intensity and uh, make him a product of his environment, and uh, that we did. Oh, absolutely crazy, crazy. Um, so one thing that I I have to uh, I okay I got to talk about this before we get into the 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 Halloween part of the the show because uh, this has been sitting on my my chest ever since. Of course, I was able to contact you. Uh, can we can we briefly talk about uh, the original X Men movie and your part of Sabretooth? Yeah, sure. I got to tell you. So um, here, so I got to ask you how how tall are you? Uh, six, 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 eight, six, eight. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I, I know that Hugh Jackman is, is not really a, a tiny guy by any, any nature, but, uh, you know, here, I, I feel like when they did the original X-Men movie, uh, not only did they, they get someone who was huge, like, like the original Sabretooth should be, um, but, uh, you, you really kind of tower over him in it and and you'd played an amazing part like it wasn't about um like don't get me wrong i know liv shriver kind of plays the the new version of of Sabretooth, but uh he just doesn't have the impact that of course you did as as uh Sabretooth. yeah well he definitely didn't have the height and you know i mean uh, being my height they also had me in about six or seven inch lifts too so i was really tall wow Wow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's and I don't know how women do it. I mean, just trying to walk in those things was crazy. 
<laughs> that's amazing. I I gotta I gotta say that's got to be a real challenge for you, right? Because I mean, at that point, uh, I don't know about you. Like, I stand six feet tall, and when I look down at the ground, I don't really feel like I'm all that tall. But uh, at your height, when you when you kind of turn around, you look over down at your feet. Like, do you see a significant amount of of depth right there? <laughs> well, about you know. <laughs> About six eight depth. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you know, is is it uh, is it comparable? Like when you're that tall, you look down, you're like, eh, I don't really feel that tall. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you, you, it's what you're used to. I, and the weird thing is, I mean, I hate heights. I mean, I do not like climbing ladders and things like that. And you'd think that it wouldn't bother me, but I mean, you put me on a three foot ladder and I'm freaking out. <laughs> I mean, you're like a human ladder as it is. <laughs> you don't need to be I any, know, any right? taller. <laughs> Go bigger. Yeah. Well, I mean, the nice thing about that is if you, if you work things out, you could say, they say, well, can you reach up there and get it? And you could say, no, but I'll lift you up and you can do it. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So absolutely amazing. I, I mean, you definitely uh, play a lot of heavy hitting roles, though. Um, I mean, everything from, uh, you know, warriors to to supervillains uh, to uh, just the psychotic. I mean, they they definitely are taking advantage of the fact that you are a big man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just uh, we finished up a Netflix TV series, Jupiter's Legacy that's going to be coming out either the end of this year or next year as a Mark Miller comic book uh, adaptation. So that, uh, so everybody should look forward for that, uh, which we filmed in Toronto. I don't know. Are you guys in Toronto or close to it? Or We're close. Yeah. We're in the uh, Kingston area. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I loved it there. I was there for about on and off for about six months last year. So that was, that was a lot of good times. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful city uh, to be in. It's nice because uh you know if you if you didn't feel like driving around, uh, you can get anywhere in that city and uh you know all hours of the night, uh there's always transportation, there's always a way of getting from uh where you want to be and and of course there's always something to do all night long there. That is true. <laughs> that is <laughs> There are there are parties that people don't even know about. That is true too. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, before we continue on, I, uh, we have, of course, uh, a little part of our segment of our show, which is uh, some humorous news around the uh, the world. Uh, today, the uh, the news I picked up uh, was actually quite interesting. And of course, uh, maybe uh, it's, a, it's a good uh, time to have this. This is uh, an article that uh, the headline was, Enjoy the Scent of Bacon Amid the Pandemic. Uh, there's just something about the smell of breakfast uh, meat that will make you forget all about COVID-19. Uh, U.S. food company Hormel has created a face mask that will allow its wearers to enjoy the smell of bacon anytime they want. Uh, according to Hormel, the black label breathable bacon mask will make its uh, the last, uh, sorry, the latest in bacon smell technology and uh, will give the wearers a smell of bacon around their faces as they protect themselves from uh, the novel coronavirus. Uh, Hermel Black Label uh, Bacon uh, is uh, bacon scented for an irresistibly breathable, heavenly aroma that will keep you uh, keep it all to yourself. Uh, the, the state's company online description that's the description of the mask. I, I they they don't state whether or not they'll actually be for sale, but you can actually win one uh, if you uh, go to their online uh, breathablebacon.com. 
I, well, and, and that's another that's another coronavirus test too, right? Because if you stop smelling the smell of bacon, you might have coronavirus. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> it's a two-in-one treatment. Coronavirus test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is. It's true. Um, you know, the uh, the funny thing about uh, this is, I mean, I'm I'm kind of curious how they create their bacon technology. I, I mean, bacon has never really been a, a, a source of technology in my uh, in my books. So, I mean, is yeah, it like, no, I mean, you know, I, I like the smell of bacon, but I don't know if I want it all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, I mean, I, I love bacon probably just as much as the next person, but uh I think just like everything, it would either wear out or it would get to a point where, you know, you, you mix it with some other type of smell and, and then suddenly bacon, bacon's just ruined for you at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be, know. yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see exactly how they decided to, to, to work that one out and whether or not people will, of course, uh, purchase it. So. You know, it might get us 15 seconds in pain. You never know. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, apparently KFC has uh, has uh, teamed up with Crocs to make uh, chicken-smelling Crocs. So uh, I guess anything is possible. I mean, I'd rather much, uh, much rather have bacon on my face than chicken on my feet. Yeah, I mean, that would just drive your dogs nuts, wouldn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. I wouldn't have Crocs for very long if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, my dog would just eat... Crocs if I had chicken smelling Crocs. That's that, right. That doesn't. Well, I, I would be oh, just, well. I would be just totally put off chicken eventually because uh, then it would be synonymous with the smell of feet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. That, that, uh... <laughs> totally wrong. Totally wrong. Now, now if it was gravy smell. That that that's a different. That's a whole different thing, right? That's right. That's right. You know. <laughs> gravy has its own kind of smell that's the the good old days that's right yeah it's it's um it's funny there's uh, a product out there that uh, i can't remember what it is uh now it's it's kind of on the tip of my tongue but it uh it always smells like what i feel is synonymous with christmas you know like that smell of like a a turkey mashed potatoes gravy kind of smell and um oh yeah Right. And, and it's one of those things that you can smell all year long. And, and instantly I am like, oh, it's Christmas. This is fantastic. Well, we'll be smelling those smells soon. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For won't real. Be, it won't be For too real. long. I'm looking forward to it. We uh, right? we already got a little bit of snow the other day. It was uh, the first time in, in a long, long time. Did we actually get any uh, snow in this uh, region so so early in the year? But, you know, I, I do feel like the, the one thing that came out of COVID is uh, because people had to uh, stop driving around and uh, and collecting as much as they uh, normally would, that I think the environment is a, is a little bit better for it. So we might actually have a, an old fashioned winter like we used to yeah you never know yeah but that is i tell you that is one thing i do not miss i do not miss the cold and the snow yeah (laughs) i i feel like for christmas yes but uh you know i I was down in uh, florida with my family uh a a couple years back and i saw the way that they decorate for christmas and i'm like i could do this i could totally do this yeah i mean it's just something you get used to you know yeah yeah uh and, you know, if you're because I grew up in Canada, right? I grew up in Saskatchewan where, you know, 40 below and cold wind chills and stuff like that. And you're like, nah, you know what? I don't miss that anymore. <laughs> I'm getting trouble for that crap, having to plug your car in and all of that stuff. So, yep. Yeah. Like we've been there. I don't need to do that anymore. 
clearly, yeah. uh, clearly, that's why you were a, a perfect candidate for uh, Sabretooth, uh, of course, being a, from from the proper region and uh, the proper height. So that uh, that must have been just like exactly. uh, like gold for uh, the production company when they when they saw you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, my uh, my audition was I, they were originally wanting me to do stunts because I, I was a pro wrestler. And I was tagged with Kevin Nash, and they were talking to Kevin at the time for playing Sabretooth, and then. Something didn't work out. You know, he was maybe a little overweight or something. And then um, the stunt coordinator showed Brian Singer my picture. And, I, of course, I had the long blonde hair at the time, you know, and, and they, he, he said he wanted to see me. So I went and did all my research for the role in that. And I went in and uh, I got fake teeth and everything because I really wanted to get this role and, yep. and went into the office and uh, – my audition was literally him jumping up on the, the glass coffee table and saying, choke me. And I ch- reached up and I choked him and he goes, you're saber tooth. Oh my God. And that's how I got the job. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, <laughs> that's a great way to get yeah. it. And, you know, as long as he wasn't in, uh, enjoying that, uh, that choking too much and, and that make it off awkward. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk uh, about uh, Mike Myers now. Uh, was this a was this a part that uh, you, of course, I, I'm sure, kind of grew up with the the whole uh, Halloween series? Uh, was it was it something you were overly familiar with when this part came along? You know, I well, first of all, I'll explain how I got it. I I uh, auditioned for the Devil's Rejects for a role mm. uh, for Rob. Yep didn't get that role because he wanted me to take over the role of, of Rufus in the devil's rejects. So I was on set with him for four days and, um, did that gig really well and left and thought nothing of it. And I was back in Canada and in Vancouver, getting ready to talk to some producers about another project. Yeah. The phone rang and it was a couple of years after working with Rob and, and, uh, uh, Phone rings, pick it up. It's Rob Zombie. He goes, "Hey, I want you to play Michael Myers." And you know, I, I was familiar with Myers and the Halloween franchise, but I wasn't really familiar with it. Yeah. Um, so then I, you know, I just got into it and I watched all of them except for the third one where Michael Myers doesn't even appear. <laughs> season of the Witch or whatever it is. So yep. I was like, okay, but. Um, and then, you know, he explained how he was going to make him more than one dimensional character and pick him up a notch and, and make him aggressive. And uh, so I was in, you know, we ended up doing two of them together, which was uh, really cool. And, and a lot of us from the films have become fam- like family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you mentioned, it, it was kind of like a, a, a reimagining the way uh, Rob Zombie wanted to uh, kind of approach this uh, film. And uh, and it, it truly was like, I mean, from someone who grew up with the original ones and, you know, it was a not to be you know, too obvious, but it was, a, they were, they were a little campy, right? I mean, uh, horror films at the time, uh, you, you think that, uh, I guess maybe when I was a kid, they were super kind of spooky or something. But as you get older and you look back at them, you're like, oh, I'm kind of surprised I found this scary. But then you look at Rob Zombie's reimagining of it and the, you know, the violence, of course, is a little over the top because that's, that's the way Rob likes to work things. But it's um, the the way they approached your character. I mean, when you when you see Mike Myers young and then he goes into the institution and then you don't basically see him for another 12 years. And then 
out you walk <laughs> with the hair down over your yeah. face and and just menacing and you're towering over the the guards and um like i think it was one of those things that you can only imagine the amount of people who's like jaw drops to think oh my god this kid really grew up big <laughs> and, yeah. right and yeah and and then just the the amount of power behind your character as well um, you know, they, they don't really touch base exactly what, what he did in this hospital when he was in there, but clearly this boy was working out. <laughs> yeah. You know, naturally a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you got, you know, you got chain snapping, punching doors practically off their hinges. I mean, just the power behind Mike Myers, uh, in this new movie, in the new, re you know, reimagining of, of these movies are just insane. And, uh, I, I gotta tell you, and you really pulled off and, uh, you know, it's, it's not easy to play a character where, you know, you're behind a mask the whole time because you don't get a, a sense of expression. And, uh, we had, uh, CJ Graham on the show who of course played Jason Voorhees not too, uh, not too long ago or in, in number six. And, um, you know, just explaining to play a character who hides behind a mask where you don't get to see facial expressions, you actually have to have to act harder because now you have to show the way that you're portraying, um, you know, confusion and frustration and anger. And it's all in your body motions. Yeah, you still, you know, you still have language. It's just body language. Mm -hmm. And you have to convey your character's intentions through the body language that you have. And like, if you watch my performance, like from the asylum up until I get to digging up the mask and putting the mask back on, mm -hmm. you know, my shoulders are slouched. I'm kind of shuffling in the asylum and I'm slowly getting it back. And then when I get the suit, I'm a little bit more like Michael Myers. But then as soon as I get that mask and the knife, yeah, it's all on Michael Myers. Yeah. You know, so kind of like a build and, and, um, taking you on that journey of how he develops and gets his, his game back, so to speak, yeah. you know, and uh, the editor, I, I became really good friends with the editor and he, he asked, he said, did you guys have like six different masks or something to show expression? Cause he really thought that from my body language and everything that the, the, the face was changing or something was, you know, and it was just all just with the body language and yeah. the way I was moving and, and positioning my head and, and, and moving that portrayed it. And of course you could see my eyes and you know, if you have that look in your eyes that mm -hmm. you really want to tear someone apart, that comes across too and gives you a whole nother depth to the character. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can do so much with eyes and, and I, but I got to tell you, I mean, to be able to do what you did with just body language is, is really a talent because, you know, a lot of people, uh, I think when you get acting and you start moving around, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of an extension of you. You don't think twice about it, but I mean, you must have to put a lot of thought into thinking, okay, uh, he's broken. He's, he's weak. He's been in this asylum. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show weakness and, and kind of hunch. And, and it's true as you progressively move forward and you get the next kill and you, uh, you know, you get the outfit and then you get the mask and then you see this, this rise to empowerment to then he stands tall and, and is strong and brutal. And, and, uh, it was really well done. Just amazing performance. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. 
bringing that character to life. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, I, I got to give you a lot of props because, like I said, it, it can't be easy when uh, you've got a character who doesn't say anything, right? <laughs> and, and to convey all those emotions, so really, really amazing. Um, I know we are very limited time, so I'm going to jump over to the next section of our show where we're going to ask you a couple quick questions and uh, just uh, let me know the first thing that comes to your mind. Rapid fire questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, what made-up word would you register into the English language? Jabroni. Jabroni. Love it. Um, what it that's actually funny because we had uh, Tito Santana on the show not too, too long ago. <laughs> um, scariest dream you've ever had? Getting eaten by a shark. Okay. Yeah, that'd definitely be scary enough. Uh, if you could have a superpower, which one would you want? Fly. Flying. That's or invisibility. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, if you could do both, it'd be fantastic. Uh, have, have you ever? There's a there's a really funny video out there where uh, someone's uh, you can you can pay to have superpowers, and and everybody wants to be Wolverine, and they said, well, that's two powers: quick healing and adamantium claws. You only have enough money for one. Which one do you want? So of course everybody picks the claws, and then they don't realize that they can't heal every time it keeps coming out. <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Um, I take the healing for. Yeah, I would totally take the healing. <laughs> What is your earliest childhood memory? I have to say, learning to ride a bike. I don't. Or no, actually, probably probably going to kindergarten, learning to ride a bike. Some, some, uh, okay. something like that. Well, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what makes you happiest? My wife. You know, she'd be really upset if she didn't hear that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But, so. <laughs> good. It was a good choice. It was a good choice. <laughs> what foreign language you would you like to learn the most? Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, that's especially a good one being down in the U.S. Um, yes. What de- What decade would you like to most live in? I'd have to say 60s or 70s. Yeah, okay. That's that's good. Classic rock. Yeah. Classic rock. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, what was the first movie that made you cry? Made me cry. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know. That, I, that's a that's that a tough one, one to to give up the tough guy attitude to, right? Like you're like, no, no, I don't cry. Yeah, what right? are you talking about? <laughs> I make people cry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That I I'm gonna have to pass on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you believe in aliens? No. Oh, you are the second person to say that. All right. If you, if Peter wouldn't get on your case, what exotic animal would you domesticate? Lions. Lions. Yeah, that's a, that's always a super popular one. Um, what gets it's on your nerves? Insane. Yeah, yeah. People that don't use their turn signals when they're driving. Oh man, that is frustrating. That is like the worst. And 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 you, of course, being up from Canada, you know how often that happens here too. So, um, yep. <laughs> what was the last thing you did just for yourself? Uh, probably went into my steam shower. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> oh, I love this one. If you could remove a holiday from the calendar, which one would you get rid of? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's a tough one. It I is. know I can't say Halloween. That's really- <laughs> right. You'd get in a lot oh, of trouble well. for that one. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'd do that. I'd, I'd say that just to piss people off. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I already got my wife's a Valentine's Day. Okay. I don't know. Yep. 
Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's what that's the one I would say. I mean, I don't feel that you you need to have a date to tell your your partner that you love them. So, and and it's definitely over commercialized. So, I definitely don't need someone telling me that if I don't buy a gift, I don't love them. Yeah, I mean, if you're not doing that every day, you shouldn't be with the person you're with. That's exactly it. Yep. So, what do you do when you can't fall asleep? Uh, I stare at my phone and I play solitaire. Solitaire. Yeah. My my uh. My weakness is uh, Candy Crush. I don't know why, but yeah, my family got hey, me into solitary that. wood block. Those are the two. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what activity do you do that makes you lose track of time? Oh, writing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, do, do you have a book on its way? Uh, no, I'm working on a TV series right now. Oh, very cool. Are you able yeah. to g- give us a, a heads up of what it is? Yeah, it's called The Last Spartan. It's uh, a TV series about a um, the last uh, enforcer for the, the Spartans, and he is drawn into, brought into the um, human trafficking, and he's the only one that can help solve cases. So he's uh-huh. kind of teaming up with the law enforcement to solve cases in human trafficking. That's really cool. Well, we'll have to make sure you let us know more about that when it comes out. I will. Yeah. I will. Um, what is the best thing you've ever eaten? Coffee rub steak. Oh, very nice. I wouldn't have put those two together, so that sounds really cool. Um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, and the last question I have for you is, uh, what is your favorite podcast you've been on the last 12 hours? Uh, I'd have to say yours. Hey, that's excellent. <laughs> There's no hesitation. <laughs> that makes me feel good. <laughs> so um, this is a great time, uh, of course, if you have uh, anything that uh, you'd like to pitch or any type of uh, social media, of course, where people can get in touch with you or uh, even if you're if you're part of any charities. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I uh, started up Main Entertainment with my wife mm-hmm. and we've released uh, our second film, which is Penance Lane. Um so check it out. And our first film we re-released, which is Compound Fracture. So please check out Penance Lane and Compound Fracture. Cool. You can go to mainentertainment.com and find more information about them. And you can see about the last part in the TV series that we're working on developing. Uh, check me out on, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm the, the real Tyler Main on Instagram. Tyler Main on, uh, I think, just about everything else. Uh, check it out. And, uh Let's keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. That's excellent. Well, uh, Tyler, we'd, uh, I know we are short on time, as I mentioned before, but uh, thank you very much. Uh, despite uh, being in a storm and not being able to make the video, I'm glad that you were able to make a call. And uh, we hope to have you back on the show at some point. Uh, we'd love to come back and touch base uh, when, of course, uh, the other shows launch and uh, talk a little bit more about those. Sounds good. Amazing. Sounds good. Excellent. Looking finally seeing you guys yeah for sure (laughs) excellent well thank you very much tyler you have yourself a wonderful evening and have a very safe and happy halloween all right you too take care take care bye bye so this is a good time for us to pitch our social media you could get us on our website thefap.ca on uh twitter is the fat four you can get us on instagram is the fat podcast don't forget our facebook the freaking awesome podcast and uh, you can always reach out via email the fat podcast at gmail.com I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs>